So your fantasy playoffs are coming up and there's certain players that are skyrocketing up the rankings that you want on your squad. These are the guys that are rising, not just for this week, but the rest of the season. And it begins with the Chiefs rookie wide receiver, Rashi Rice, who just saw a season high in usage. Rice went out there in week 12 and was by far the best receiver on this team. He had a season high 71% of the routes run and 31% of the targets. That's elite usage. Anytime you start crossing the 30% target share, that is great. And it was also great to see that this led to an actual productive day. It wasn't just that he was getting usage, which is typically the case when your quarterback is Patrick Mahomes and you're getting a lot of usage. You see the big game here for over 100 yards, a touchdown on 10 targets. Yes, the matchup was good, but most of his matchups the rest of the year will be good. And in this game, the rookie Rice wasn't just leading the team in targets, but also snaps and routes run amongst the wide receivers. He now ranks top 15 in wide receiver efficiency and top 10 in fantasy points per target. And you can expect even more targets, which is going to lead to more points from him in future weeks because Mahomes needs somebody outside of Kelsey to rely on. And this Chiefs rest of season schedule, especially for the wide receiver position, is great. A solid matchup against the Packers, a great matchup against a struggling Bills secondary, and then the same thing can be said for the Patriots. You scroll down, a Raiders team he just destroyed. You go even further. If your team goes all the way into week 18, that's fine because that championship game will be against maybe the best matchup right now in the Chargers secondary. All six of these teams that he's facing, based on their current state, players that are hurt and where they rank, they are bottom half of the league secondaries. Rashi is rising up the rankings quickly. And so is the man who returned for the Rams last week in Kyron Williams, who just did his best Christian McCaffrey CMC interpretation. And honestly, he did better than what CMC has done. He had over 200 total yards, over 50 in the receiving department, multiple touchdowns, over 40 fantasy points if your league includes bonuses. He was great in his debut return against the Cardinals. He's now put up 158 total yards and over 200 total yards in back-to-back games, two games this year against Arizona. And he was elite everywhere. He was great in pass protection in this game. He caught all six of his targets and he averaged nine yards per carry. And he had plenty of explosive plays both in the receiving department with 20 plus yard catches and on the ground with even a 50 plus yard run. So now there were questions heading into this week. How much of the workload would he see? Sean McVay said, hey, we want to keep him away from that 95% of the snaps mark. And that's honestly what they did. We only saw 61% of the snaps, but this game was a blowout. He basically didn't play most of the fourth quarter. He was still seeing over 75% of the snaps in the first three quarters and it led to 22 touches. So his role remained elite. And now here's what he's done in six games as the starter this year. He's played 83% of the snaps and is averaging 21 opportunities per game. Look, the Rams are five and six and they're fighting for a playoff spot in the poor NFC conference. So what you're getting right now is a team that is motivated and they're not going to be sitting players down the stretch. That helps the offense and Kyron Williams. Now he does have some difficult matchups coming up. I mean, maybe the two most difficult matchups you can find against the Browns, although they will be at home and they just lost Giles Garrett for potentially the rest of the season. So it's going to be a little bit easier of a matchup and the Ravens on the road. But here's the thing. Kyron Williams is great as a receiver. So even in tough spots, you can still get four, five, six receptions out of him. So I got a lot of start sick questions on Kyron Williams before this game. He's obviously a must start every single week moving forward. And we might be saying the same about Christian Watson pretty soon because finally, finally, he's starting to heat up in this Packers offense, back-to-back games with a touchdown and his best game on Thanksgiving in week 12. Watson led the Packers receivers in basically every category on Thanksgiving. As you can see here from the PFF data, he ran the most routes with 30, played the most snaps with 49 and had a team high tied with Jaden Reed, seven targets in this one. And the game started right away with a 50 plus yard catch on a contested catch for Christian Watson. He looked great. He looked vintage like what he was doing in his rookie year down the stretch last season. And that 50 yard catch just fueled a nice day for him. Five catches, 94 yards and a touchdown on seven targets. And honestly, it should have been even bigger in the fourth quarter late in the game. He was open for a 30 plus yard reception and Jordan Love off his back foot underthrew it. But Watson appears to now be healthy. He's starting to be productive and getting hot right at the same time that Jordan Love is playing some of the best quarterback football out of anybody in the league the last month of the season. And this is great if it continues because Watson has been getting downfield targets this year, but for the first like six to eight weeks, they were just inaccurate from Love. But if those start to become 
become more accurate like they have been the last one to three weeks well that's going to be good because watson ranks top five as you can see right here in average target distance he's getting targets downfield and when those targets become more accurate that means there's a lot more explosive plays and upside for fantasy football and there's a decent chance we see these explosive big plays in the future because his schedule is pretty soft now this week will be kind of a big major test on sunday night football at home against the chiefs a good chiefs defense for jordan love and christian watson but then after that look at this heading into the fantasy playoffs great matchup against the giants best matchup maybe you can find against the buccaneers good matchup against the panthers and in the fantasy postseason the vikings are a beatable secondary and if you go to week 18 in your league the bears are a great matchup when it comes to the passing department so watson is rising up the rankings i see he's available in like 50 percent of leagues dropped in a lot of spots which is fair based on how he was playing make sure he's not there by the end of this week in your league now before we get into this next guy who has been featured the most in these skyrocketing up the rankings videos this year i just want to let you know hit the subscribe button 66 percent of people who watch these videos aren't subscribed it does help me out a ton but also allows you to see my future content takes two seconds appreciate you a ton and now that man is isaiah pacheco and the best thing i could say here is he's back isaiah pacheco he look he has the record for most appearances in the 2023 skyrocketing rocketing up the rankings video and it's because every week it seems like he's improving and it's been a lot of fun to watch his glow up this season and now here's how he improved in week 12 you can see right here a season high 79 percent of the snaps so that's great his overall usage and role just continues to increase 79 percent of the snaps is easily a top 10 usage role in the nfl 75 percent of the rush attempts you could see here on fantasy life our official data partner all this data is free by the way link down below he's had now 75 percent of the rush attempts or more in three straight games so an elite workload on the ground but this was the big difference his routes run look at this Normally, they're like 30 to 40%, as you can see in previous weeks. They got up to 71% in week 12. He was a three down back, completely taking Jarek McKinnon's role in the offense in the passing department out of the backfield. And if you play in a half PPR or a PPR league, either way, he's getting more usage, even if it's a standard league. So that's good. But in PPR formats, a target is worth nearly three times as much as a carry because there's more yards after the catch. The obvious reception itself counts as a point. So this is where you start to get elite usage out of Pacheco. And that's exactly what you're getting these last three weeks. He's earned 19 opportunities per game during this time. And he's also been been fairly efficient on the ground pretty similar to last year when he was efficient except you're seeing it sustain over a larger sample now 4.6 yards per carry borderline top 25 in the nfl that's good to see and check this out pacheco is going to be a five point favorite or better as of right now as of this recording in five out of his final six games this season and in similar spots this year as a starter pacheco averages over 14 fantasy points so that's great he's skyrocketing up the rankings and in my opinion he is a true league winner and speaking of true league winners at the beginning of the year in the second or third round we were saying ramondre stevenson is the league winner you want until Ezekiel Elliott signed there but now he is starting to be a league winner once again and look I get it the Patriots offense is really difficult to stomach and to watch every single week and they just benched Mac Jones again at halftime everything is going wrong here except Ramondre Stevenson appears to be immune from this with over 100 total yards 26 touches he gets five receptions the role that we saw last year when he was catching a bunch of passes that happened this past week in a good matchup against the Giants now earlier this year there was a lot of worries about Ramondre Stevenson the first six weeks of the year it was worrisome they were saying okay is there, is there an injury that we're not seeing right now with Ramondre what's going on and you can see that usage that worrisome usage right here on fantasy life every single week for the first five weeks of the year his snaps were going down they started at 74 percent they went down to 51 percent in week five where he saw a split backfield role with Ezekiel Elliott this was a concern but since week six we've seen Ramondre Stevenson play 66 percent of the snaps and slowly every single week become more of the workhorse back we were used to from his year last year and this has taken even another step forward over the past two games where you can see right here he's handled 73 percent of the snaps and more 
recently in week 12, 78% of the snaps, elite role, 63% of the carries during this time. And we're starting to get the passing game usage as well. Caught all five of his targets last week. Now, part of this is due to the nice matchups that he had. He just had one against the Giants. And also the fact that there's not a lot of receiving weapons. Even Demario Douglas left with a concussion last week. But it's not like those things are changing. They're not going to all of a sudden get great receivers the rest of the year. And the beneficial matchups continue this week. Now, yeah, the Patriots are six and a half point home underdogs. That's not great for most running backs. But Ramondre catches passes. So he's in line here to see a lot more targets. And he gets a beneficial matchup against the Chargers. In similar spots since the start of last year, Stevenson is averaging over 15 fantasy points. So he's somebody that's skyrocketing up the rankings, not just this week, but for the rest of the season. And now a guy we have to talk about is Jonathan Taylor, because originally I was pretty concerned and maybe like a little bit confused as to why he got poor usage this last week. And now his overall fantasy production was great because he had two touchdowns against a tough Bucks run defense, but he had just 15 carries, which is an okay number until you look a little bit deeper because he only saw about 50% of the overall touches out of the backfield opportunities because Zach Moss popped up again out of nowhere. And now you might be saying, well, why did this happen? Well, an answer on that in a second, and you probably already know, but check this out right here. Zach Moss, he wasn't being used. Once Jonathan Taylor came back, his snaps were decreasing. 51, 39, 19, 15% according to Fantasy Life. They popped back up to 41% this past week, and he was efficient yet again. And look, that's the thing with Zach Moss. He's been good this year. In this past game, he had 10 touches for 70 yards. So seven yards per touch, that is elite. He looked good. He was splitting the backfield. Why is this happening to Jonathan Taylor? Well, this might explain it, and it definitely explains why he didn't see any receiving game production, because Jonathan Taylor suffered a thumb injury, and now his status is in doubt moving forward, not just for week 13, but moving forward in general, potential IR, if there's any type of ligament or nerve damage, this is a major concern. And with that, you now get Zach Moss in line to be a workhorse back. We mentioned it in past weeks. Don't drop this guy because he was great. A top five usage back before Jonathan Taylor returned. And now down the stretch, you're not going to get the easiest matchups for Zach Moss if he takes over, but he has a tough matchup against the Titans. He dominated them earlier this year. He has a beatable matchup later in the year once the fantasy playoffs come into play, especially in your championship game against the Raiders as well at home. So you were getting Zach Moss averaging 20 opportunities a game, nearly five yards per touch, not just last year, but this year as well. If he takes over, he looks like he could be a league winner. And now speaking of league winners, there's been a lot of great young tight ends popping up from Dalton Kincaid to Jake Ferguson at times this year. And now Trey, Sam Laporta, of course. And now Trey McBride's just another one of these names who has been great. Because now in three games since Kyler Murray returned, here's what McBride has done. He's averaging 8.3 targets per game. And this past week, he had nine targets and 13 fantasy points. And let's take even a deeper look in his production since the veteran Zach Ertz got injured and McBride started to see the starter role. So in the five games without Ertz, McBride averages 8.8 targets, 14.8 fantasy points, and has been a top five tight end. He's getting to improvise on his routes more, and he's not only being used on the outside, but also in the middle of the field and getting a lot of yards after the catch. And the most notable part about McBride, and we saw this in his historic college season a few years back, was this right here, his target rate. How often he gets a target per route run, his ability to get open and earn targets. Third in the NFL as a second year player. He's basically a rookie because he didn't see a lot of run last year. He's being targeted on nearly 27% of his routes. That's elite. And he also ranks top three in tight end efficiency up there with the names of like Travis Kelsey. Yes, he is skyrocketing up the rankings. And let's stick with these younger players. The rookie Tank Dell. Look, this guy had 17 points in week 12, but it should have been an even much bigger day for him because he would have had a 70 plus yard touchdown, but the ball was underthrown and he had a 50 yard catch called back by penalty. A huge day that what could have been and it was already a good day. Look, last week on our rest of season rankings that are in the fantasy blueprint, you can get it down below if you want to. Dell cracked the top 36 rest of season players, not just at his position. I think now he's going to crack the top 30 after this week. And I mean, if you watch him play, you could just see right here, and this could have been if this ball wasn't on their throne. And look, it's a really deep ball, but he's getting open nonstop. He's making crazy catches look easy and the impossible catches look possible. This season as a rookie, he ranks 13th in wide receiver efficiency and 7th in fantasy points per target. And it's likely only going to continue because 
this quarterback is actually good if not elite in cj stroud stroud once again this week was a top five fantasy quarterback he once again was extremely accurate 26 of 36 completions he had 350 total yards three total touchdowns the offense looks great it's moving the ball leading to touchdown chances in big plays for tank Dell. and look you can expect this success to continue and in the fantasy playoffs he'll face the titans to open it and also the titans to end it in the championship game that is a top five matchup for fantasy wide receivers this season so if you have tank Dell, no matter if it's a 10-man league a 12-man league make sure you're starting this dude every single week and also make sure you sign up and get an account with prize picks look they've been our partner for three years and the game is very simple and a ton of fun outside of just fantasy if you're eliminated from the playoffs or you want to get some more action in you just take the more or less on player stats so specifically for this week you see james connor against the steelers i think he goes for less than 61 and a half yards you pair that up with any other bet that you like and it's starting to look good it's a tough matchup for connor we saw last week michael carter the new addition from the jets was involved and you saw a season low usage for james connor and they have offerings for every single nfl game the second half as well if you want to play live they have other sports you can check it out link down below or by scanning the qr code on the screen and you'll get a free play up to 100 dollars. meaning if you put in say 20 bucks they'll give you 20 additional right back to play with all the way up to 100 so you can get 100 rooskies for free so just scan the qr code or click the link in the description below so you can set up your account and get access and join the rest of us in trying to win some money every single week to thousands of people using price picks on this channel now the next fellow skyrocketing up the rankings was dropped in a decent amount of leagues two weeks ago people were frustrated but he has now popped up these last two weeks and it's calvin ridley who had no points in the first half this past game in fact his only target was like a slight overthrow slash went through his hands in the end zone probably should have been caught for like a 30 yard touchdown so he was making his fantasy owners really annoyed but then in the second half he pops off catches all five of his targets 89 yards a touchdown a two-point conversion he comes right out on the first drive and gets two catches for like 25 yards and from there the rest was history and a tough matchup against the texans and now this is back-to-back -back big days for calvin ridley and as you can see from matt Harmon right here you can see where his usage is this is what they're doing that is very successful he's lining up in the slot here you can see so many of his routes going to the inside that's where he scores his touchdown that's where he gets a big play later in the game that's where he has another 15 plus yard completion right here instead of in previous weeks when he's just running go routes on the outside of the field a lot more stuff working in the middle of the field or he's at least starting in the middle and heading to the outside these are the creative routes based on his elite skill his route running where he could win often so look there's a lot of hoopla out there is, is the reason he's doing well because zay jones is active well zay jones is definitely going to change the formations around allow him to go into the slot a little bit more as jones is a primary outside receiver so part of it's true and part of it is just he's getting to work more where he wins best in the slot because he's a great route runner so instead of being forced on the outside where he can only go one way because the sidelines the other way he now has two options on where he wants to run his routes making it easier to get open and that's why when you look at his efficiency stats this year he ranks 49th in efficiency that's not great but it's pretty tough to be efficient when the team is just telling you most weeks this season to run straight down the field it's nice that we're now getting some more creativity in middle of the field usage out of him and he's heating up at the right time because he has a nice fantasy schedule in terms of the fantasy playoffs he opens up against the bucks which is a great matchup one of the best you can find a beneficial matchup at home against the panthers and then if you played a week 18 oh yeah the titans are on the docket and he's already had a great game against them last week so ridley is heating up i actually sat him this past week because my team was just a little bit loaded but cooper cup didn't come through that one really hurt i'm not going to make the same mistake moving forward now a final guy who continues to rise up the rankings is demario douglas now he got banged up last week but we could talk about that he left the game early with a head injury but he said that he could have came back in he's already been cleared we have to track this injury report throughout the week to see if it's actually true but if so if he's playing he's somebody you want to add he's available in over 70 percent of leagues and the dude just keeps producing he had nine targets this past week again the offense is terrible they're using multiple quarterbacks it's not creative but he is the guy standing out nine targets and he left this game with an injury so he continues to see great usage nearly 11 fantasy points yes it was a good matchup but 11 good matchups down the stretch and there's just no competition if you look at what he's done these last four weeks since he's had his role expanded you can see right here on fantasy life he's ran 78 percent of the routes that's a little bit skewed because in week 12 he left early and he's earned 25 percent of the targets 25 percent of the targets is like a top 20 
receiver in the NFL. That's what he's been doing right here. I'm not telling you that he's going to be uh, scoring 20 points a week, but I'm telling you he shouldn't be on waiver wires. He's a nice flex play, especially with six teams on by this week. He's had seven or more targets in three straight games and 10 or more fantasy points in four out of his last five. That's pretty solid considering what we're having this week with the by Mageddon, if you will. And the matchup might not get any better than a Chargers defense. Now, the Chargers defense did look a little bit better against the Ravens. The Ravens played them in sort of a weird way. It was mostly stopping the run where the defense excelled. But in general, this year, you can throw on the Chargers. They're going to have to a six and a half point home underdogs. I think Demario Douglas, if he's out there and starting, is going to push towards 10 plus targets. Makes him a nice option to start. So now these are the players who are rising up the rankings, not just for this week, but as we head into the fantasy postseason. If you have them on your roster, start them. If not, try and get them somehow. And one of the ways you can get some of these guys like Demario Douglas is on the waiver wire. And this video right here will show you all the guys you need to add before your fantasy postseason and this week begins. Now, again, a reminder, if you made it to this point in the video, two seconds, a lot of people just don't know they're not subscribed. 66% of you aren't who watch these videos. It takes two seconds, like I said, and we're so close to 100,000 subscribers. That's the goal by the end of the year. Appreciate it if you could help us get there.